Uh, well, good morning from San Jose, California, and uh, good evening uh, in India. Um, this is our first podcast uh, between Arugia and Silicon Valley Global Health. And our global or general theme uh, for our podcast series is Advancing Women's Agency. For this first session, uh, we would like to focus on the current uh, pandemic uh, in India, the COVID-19 crisis, and specifically its implications on breast cancer uh, in India. Today we have uh, Dr. Kumar Julka uh, with us, uh, a very highly accomplished, uh, skilled um, oncologist uh, with a huge range of expertise. Um, to give you a short overview of the many accomplishments of Dr. Julka, uh, he's an Indian cancer specialist, a medical educationalist and writer, known for performing the first peripheral blood stem cell transplant following high-dose chemotherapy in metastatic breast cancer. Uh, Dr. Julka has been a medical professor and has, to his credit, a vast literature on cancer research methodology, including two books on performing clinical trials. Uh, he's the recipient of the World Health Organization Fellowship at uh, Anderson Hospital in Houston, Texas, uh, Long Beach Memorial Cancer Center in Long Beach, California. Uh, Dr. Julka is also past Dean at the All Indian Institute for Medical Sciences and currently serves as Principal Director at the Max Oncology Daycare Center and continues his journey in the field of cancer and medicine through his expertise. Um, Dr. Julka, I took the liberty to go through your LinkedIn profile a little bit and, and research a little bit about you because it, it really is worth mentioning uh, the many accomplishments uh, you, you have. So as an oncologist, as an author, as a researcher on cancer, and as a medical educationalist, your research and your career spans uh, decades uh, all dedicated to research and tre treatment of cancer. For your innumerable contributions in the field of medicine, you have been rewarded um, numerous recognitions. One of them uh, as the recipient of the Padma Shri um, Award in 2013. Um, for me, that stood out uh, as well. It's uh, one of India's, it's the fourth highest civilian uh, award, and it is awarded by the government of India every year on uh, India's Republic Day, January 26. Um, there's many more, and so um, it, it really highlights and underscores your, your knowledge, um, your expertise, but also your care um, for breast cancer, the research and finding solutions. Um, so maybe to start things off, Dr. Julka, um, you may provide us with um, an, an overview. What is the current status of breast cancer patients um, in, in India? What are we looking at right now? Actually, uh, let me go through the journey in breast cancer right from 1970. And yeah. how can NGOs help us 
in getting early detection of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. In teaching the women, maybe rural areas, semi-urban areas, or even in urban areas, we have we, we have found that educated women also come late because they say there is there was no pain in the lump in the breast, so they okay. they wait for the pain to occur. Yeah. It is a painless lump. We always say it is a painless lump, which is cancerous. Genetic, you know, in less than ten percent of the cases, it is genetic. We have certain hereditary cancer genes. If your first degree relative has breast cancer, and uh, then we do the genetic mutations in that. BRCA1, BRCA2. There are other genes also. ATM, PAL, B2. All these are genes which we do in every patient, younger patients especially, or those mm-hmm. who have a positive family history of breast cancer. So it is less than 10% of the cases. But what about the other 90%? 90% they come de novo. You know, like abnormal lifestyle, obesity. Then early menarche, late menopause. There are certain modifiable factors and certain non-modifiable. What mm-hmm. are the non-modifiable? Non-modifiable means being a woman is non-modifiable. You can't change your sex. <laughs> you can do it nowadays, but uh, yeah. as such, we always take it like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, secondly, being elderly, because above the age of forty, we get more breast cancer. Then mm-hmm. secondly, early menarche and late menopause, because you are exposed to the female hormone estrogen more often, you know, for more time. Early menarche and late menopause. So these yeah. are non-modifiable factors. And what are modifiable? This is the basically the exercise part. You know, sedentary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Sedentary yeah. lifestyle gives rise to obesity. Obesity again is a risk factor for breast cancer. Then smoking is also a risk factor. Alcohol is also a risk factor. These are modifiable. You can modify them. Yeah. All these risk factors. Yeah, and I think what the, your outline it highlights um, a few uh, aspects. Where arugia then comes into play, uh, in 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 my opinion, um, because it, it's part education uh, and it's part knowing what to ask for, uh, and it's also part having the trust of the community and and the patient to be able yeah. to ask the questions even and 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 getting an honest answer right. Yeah. Um, So I think maybe Pri, would you want to share a little bit about uh, the Arugia platform and and how you you work um, for the early screening of cancers? Sure. Uh, so it's a great privilege to be here and talking about what Arugia does. In 2016, we started this journey uh, with. Uh, very small villages in Meghalaya where uh, we went to Sir for we went to Jolka Sir for help to create a model which can be scalable and screen women for breast cancer. Uh, that was our first project, and Sir taught us about breast self examination. 
So 2016 was all about prevention and early detection of breast cancer in the villages of Meghalaya and then in 2017 we got into on ground fields with some partners like Gramin Healthcare in Uttar Pradesh and uh, with government of India in Bihar from there on till now we have developed a mobile application with the help of doctors and their expertise especially oncologists gynae and endocrinologists so that we can give a tool in the form of a mobile application in multiple indian local languages in the hands of a healthcare worker a community healthcare worker who is present in the community for example asha workers in india these women go door to door and screen people for various primary health infections for example covid-19 data collection uh, right now and uh, we just thought that adding a tool to screen for commonest cancers like cervical cancer oral cancer and breast cancer in the form of verbal assessment and visual assessment will give us uh, you know a very high reach so that we can reach out to more and more people and triage them into low moderate and high risk and then send the moderate and high risk women to the nearby healthcare facility for further diagnosis and uh, this model is constantly evolving with the help of more and more patient data of course we maintain the best quality practices of uh, patients privacy and data mm-hmm. protection and uh, doctors are constantly guiding the whole system to evolve it uh, with the help of artificial intelligence and uh, making it improve improving its uh, uh, you know algorithms more and more so uh, this is what the model looks like we have also uh, partnered with the uh, millennium alliance which is a consortium of department of science and technology in india uh, facebook fiki marico and a uh, usaid and uk government to launch this program now in uganda so uh, this is about what arogya does and now uh, this podcast is very important and especially when sir is here for all the women and their families out there who may be at a risk of developing breast cancer or have developed early signs of breast cancer or are looking out for better prevention and treatment protocol available for them so uh, what my objective here is to maximize the information level especially during covid-19 and help as many people as we can through this podcast mm-hmm. yes absolutely wonderful thank you